0: Let us first wish everyone safe travels because I'm sure the canyons are disgusting right now because the side roads are awful.
1: I got to be honest. It it took me way longer than I was expecting to get into town this morning. And I was, I thought I left myself ample time. I was wrong.
0: I feel that. AJ McCall at VFX. I think I can now say I've been ice skating after driving to work today. It was. Absolutely. So please give yourself plenty of time because it's going to take a little extra time. Be safe. Lights on, turn signals, all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, everyone loves a little bit of drama, especially when it's not necessarily concerning you. I think the sweet spot for drama is being right on the outside, right? Maybe knowing someone that's involved or being right there watching it, having no issues whatsoever, right? You're not involved. You're not going to be the one that's in trouble. No one's talking about you, but you're sitting there observing it. And the question is, what's the drama in your community? You know, every Friday we do Cash Valley Secrets, so consider it a, uh, a prerequisite to that because uh, McCall was telling me a very interesting story yesterday about drama in a specific community that just made me chuckle.
1: It's one of my favorites because, especially when you're scrolling through TikTok and stuff, you know that you're in your niche niche down communities and things. And for some reason, I stumbled across this story of a bug photographer, the bug photographer of the year, nonetheless, who is under fire at the moment, because I guess the new, the new technique in anesthesia, anesthet- Anesthetizing, insects. anesthetizing. Yeah, is uh, that's what that's what it is. Rather than killing he, them,
0: he drugs his bugs. He
1: drugs his bugs to so get to those take sweet photos. Photos. So he's like, yeah, and people are not happy about it within the bug photographer community. It's a very niched community. But I I remember reading something about um, like in the crocheting community, there there's always drama within these little communities, like makeup community i could go off on for hours
0: that's fair uh, i think there's a good one for ease a little uh, drama might be too strong a word but there's definitely something we're going to get into a little bit later for in this building that mm-hmm. i think was brought to our attention yesterday that is a legitimate issue for tomorrow but that is to come oh how about the fact that today is national take down your christmas tree day
1: <laughs> perfect i did that <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, McCall got ahead of it ahead of time. Really, what we're missing is a vacuum cleaner. So that's hopefully right. nobody—I don't think anybody does—but hopefully nobody anytime soon. Oh, I know decides to walk in here barefoot. And lay down. Yeah.
1: Please don't lay down.
0: <laughs> well, you know that's you more than anything. I mean, you probably. Uh, Not allowed to take a nap anytime soon unless you just want to wake up covered in pine needles. I love it. Which, from my understanding, is very uncomfortable.
1: I love waking up and smelling like a Christmas tree and being (laughs) stabbed a bajillion times.
0: Uh, Speaking of drama, how about the fact we asked this question uh, earlier this week. Those people that got in trouble got marks on their report cards, whatever, for talks too much. What job did you end up getting? Because unsurprisingly, (laughs) McCall and I got
1: in trouble.
0: In school, that for was, talking too much. That was us. The question to ask you, McCall, is what job do you think your teachers thought you were going to finally end up with? <laughs> I don't know if it's a guessing. I have no insight to this whatsoever, but it would not surprise me at all, AJ McCall at VFX, if teachers you know, collectively got together and be like, hey, what do you think McCall's going to be? What do you think AJ's going to be when they finally get out of college or whatever they do?
1: I feel like I was enough of like a not troublemaker but troublemaker when it comes to speaking that because I just talked all the time. I was always in trouble for talking. Um that I think they were probably like you know, she's really going to have it rough when she gets into the workplace and she's got to conform to whatever. I I honestly I have no idea. I want to say that th- I I've talked to some of my past teachers and they were like, not surprised that this is the route that I ended up going, but also kind of like, Oh, that's great. I don't know.
0: <laughs> Very supportive in that. Yeah. So for Facebook, at the beginning of the week, there was a post that went up that said, everyone who had talks too much uh, reports at schools. What do you all do for a living? I can tell you, there are four people, Mont, uh, Brooke, and there was two other Heidi, and Tristan, teachers. They got the talks too much. Now they're teachers. Tables have turned. That's it. That says,
1: that's exactly it. Because it makes sense. That does make sense.
0: And I was like, "That's us try to think what it would be. And I don't know, because I don't think anybody thinks radio off the top of your no. head. No one thinks, like I had a program, but I don't think, I wasn't great at it in high school, so I don't think anybody thought that. But the other thing is like, what is the answer? A couple other ones we got. Adriana said medical assistant. Hmm. Emily said a stay-at-home mom. Now my kids shush me nice (laughs) mckenzie said retail which honestly i think would have been one of the guesses right people skills or whatever
1: yeah i i would bet that that would have been one of them sales also
0: yeah something along those lines very people-to-people business Mm -hmm. i think it's interesting that so many of them became teachers after getting shushed and reported by teachers
1: (laughs) part of me is like well is it because you know you got a Prove that you can do their job too, because it's like spite. Yes, yeah, a little bit, a little bit of spite in there. But like we're gonna
0: go with because you know you got to do a lot of b s in while you're talking. To-
1: oh, <laughs> I was thinking the other like teachers, <laughs> but no, I, I just, I, yeah, I think that makes sense. I think that tracks.
0: Is this continuation of tell us the drama in your community? Is that what this is now? Stumbling on the, the teachers deciding mm-hmm. what our futures are. Just to be like, ah, okay, here we go. Let's let's decide. What do we Look. think? Who's going to be what? Stalking Here's- Facebooks of former students to see who's right and not. Dude, yeah. Here's the thing, okay?
1: I just want to know what the teacher's lounge looks like. I still don't know. Zamesies. I'm 27 years old. Zamesies. Okay, I've seen it on television shows, and it looks awesome. And I feel like it's probably less cool than what I've seen on TV. I
0: probably... <laughs> eh.
1: It's like when people ask to go ask you to go check in the back for a different size and you're working in retail and they're like, you know the back is like a broom closet, right? <laughs> we don't have like a plethora <laughs> of things back there. It's just it's like a broom closet it's, and a bathroom. It's
0: all television's fault. I it know. It's one hundred percent all television's I fault.
1: I know. And so I'm just curious if teachers' lounges are like pretty and nice, or if it's just kind of like eh.
0: Teachers gonna text us six eight two five five number to text. Start your text with VFX. Be like, no, they're they're it's just a stupid shoddy break room, which is what we'd say about our break room here. But the thing is, that's what you're supposed to say. Wonder what you're supposed to say. You're not gonna tell us that. But it's do awesome. you have a couch? Ooh. Because that's the question. An air fryer. Dude, do you have an air fryer? <laughs> I tell you what. In elementary school, a teacher at uh, uh, my elementary school found they had uh, a cl- They had like a homemade uh, clam chowder. Uh huh. Found a pearl soup one time that's weird uh, just a random story that, that came to mind i was like but but it happened in the teacher's lounge i got
1: i got pulled into a teacher's lounge once i don't remember in what a black happened. bag
0: couldn't see anything took me in a back room very was, dimly lit it was wild
1: no i don't remember what happened
0: <laughs> that's what they want
1: i think my mom was substitute teaching or something and so i got to go in there and i was like oh my gosh
0: oh, well that's just cheating then
1: well i still thought it was magic, but whatever.
0: Anytime there's snow in my household, the joke is near. Sorry. Anytime there's snow, the joke in my household is, "Oh no, we might get snowed in." He just got two inches of snow in his kitchen. I know it's it's rough to be honest, because there's carpet everywhere. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) My question was though, does anybody really fear being snowed in? Even here in the valley, like this year has been way different than years past in terms of the amount of consistent precipitation we've gotten. And are you prepared to deal with it? Now, admittedly, any time it snows, the joke in my house is, oh, no, maybe we'll get snowed in. That'd be so terrible. Darn it. AJ McCall on VFX for the Automatrix Group debate at 8. But, uh, you know, the forecast is <laughs> a little bit more severe in terms of the amount of snow. I would
1: say so. And I, the
0: time of snowfall. Yeah,
1: I would say so. I just scrolled across something that said, let's normalize gas pumps not asking stupid questions when it's negative 20 degrees out. And I have never agreed with something more in my life.
0: Ah! <laughs> No, obviously I don't want a car wash today. No,
1: it is. Cold. Pump the damn gas! I want to go home.
0: Oh, okay, I can get on board with that. Okay, I can get on board with that. I can too. I support that. Yeah. So my question was, legitimately, uh, is there actually fear? Maybe too strong a word, but is there actually consideration of possibly getting snowed in? Because McCall was talking about it. Was that on the after show? You were talking about the the big snowstorm in your town. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and it was like. Forty years ago?
1: Yeah, so I I looked it up. It was like nineteen. I lost not it. Nineteen forty. It was feels like nineteen fifty-four. Yeah, okay, think, so not ni- forty years yeah. ago. No. <laughs> 40 years ago in the 90s.
0: 40-ish years ago. But they
1: had like a massive snowstorm. And it was like 10 days where people couldn't get in or out of the town. And so people had to stay in like nearby towns because they couldn't get home to their families. And so the family had to go out and take care of the animals because that's how it is, okay? And so I I look at these things and I'm like, wow, it it snowed like, I don't know, maybe 10 to 12-ish inches. And I called in and I was like, hey, I'm not driving into town today because... It's gross and I don't want to. And, you know, can I work from home? And it was like, Yeah, you can totally work from home, which was nice.
0: Actually, that was the whole thing that started this yeah. whole thought process for me because Monday McCall's talking about the snow that the the wind had blown and stuff and it started snowing again. And she was like, I gotta get a generator.
1: <laughs> I do. I was like, I need I need a generator so that I can have this at my house in case of in case of emergencies. But like on my way into work this morning, I <laughs> I I thought about this last night when I was leaving town. I was like, I'll just get gas tomorrow. Stupid, stupid, stupid thing. It's funny.
0: I'm in the same boat today where I'm like, I'll do it tomorrow.
1: No, get it today. (laughs) See, I I decided that last night I was going to get gas today. And I'm at like a quarter of a tank, so I'm okay. But as I was driving in and I was driving slowly, it ticked down one. I was like, oh, I hope I don't go off the road. And then I end up getting stuck because I have to keep my, my car running so that I can stay warm and not freeze to death. So I'll have to, you know, get gas just in case of that kind of a situation.
0: Six eight two five five. The number to text. Start your text with VFX. Do you consider the possibility of actually getting snowed in? But just a simple yes or no. Because we were having this conversation, and Ashley and I joke about it. And then we we've done a little bit better. She had to take a like a natural disaster course. So we started building like home survival thing we had the whole conversation right before christmas where i was like i'm legitimately in on building a zombie survival thing i don't mm-hmm. have a generator but then yesterday we went and had a meeting or whatever with our social media people and i was like i don't own a shovel nope and so you know there's that so like it doesn't start, i'm like i uh I, I threw the i threw the salt out i got salt so i'll Great. let that do its thing and then i'll i'll get back to you
1: i'm just like really Obviously there was the situation this last week where I was like, hey, is there a way that I can just work from home because right. I like roads are gross. I don't really want to drive in. That wasn't like snowed in because I could have driven into town. I don't know what it would have taken to actually be like, Nope, we're snowed in. If it dumps like two feet of snow, I'm out. I'm tapped.
0: I think a lot of people are out. <laughs> whether whether in the valley or somewhat out of the valley in the more open spaces. <laughs> so yeah. You're like, uh, you know what? It's two feet. I'm going to call it. Like, yeah. I'm just going to stay home right now.
1: Yeah. I remember a couple of, when I was younger, it was like, it would snow. And I remember it being up to my grandma's window or a uh, rear view mirror on her car. And I remember that happening. And they were like, oh yeah, everything's closed and everything's canceled. And I remember that. And I was like, wow, that's magic. But it hasn't happened since then. Back
0: to bed I go. Yep. <laughs> How much do you think it would take? Because, like, that's the running gag in Utah anyway, is that everything is shut down so early because, you know, it's Utah. Mm-hmm. So, like, job or not, job's a little bit dip- different with us working at radio. But, like, if everything else shuts down, be like, ah, uh, you know, everything else is kind of closed. Uh, I'm feeling that energy today. I
1: think, uh, I think I'll be closed, too. <laughs> Thanks.
0: For what it's worth, did not go get gas yesterday.
1: Oh, my gosh. I did. Good for you. I know. It was nice. I mean, it was cold, but still.
0: I mean, that's not going to change for a minute.
1: Turns out it's winter. Yeah. It's pretty consistent.
0: Sometime before Saturday, I think the weather's going to be slightly warmer. It's just whether or not it's disgusting and drizzling and just windy and you... Did the pump ask you stupid questions?
1: No, just like phone number so that I could get rewards points and pin number, which is important.
0: Don't worry. You really haven't done anything that stupid if you haven't ended up on Florida, not with AJ and McCall. That's really the true merit of stupid. Oh, yeah. So, without further ado, VFX, let us get two headlines, please.
1: Okay, headline number one: A sandwich shop wouldn't give a lady a refund because she'd already eaten half of her sandwich. So,
0: okay, what re like she she just she just didn't like the sandwich. That's what she wanted to refund for.
1: I honestly, I have no idea. It it just says that she purchased it.
0: She <laughs> had purchased it. it earlier.
1: Ate half of it. Complained about the quality of the sandwich. Quality so, of the sandwich.
0: So yeah, I, I, I gotta feel unless it's like a tiny sandwich no. where like one bite is half. Yeah, I, yeah, There's some grounds here for them to be like. Uh,
1: <laughs> no, there's uh, two sandwiches we're already eaten. Half of oh. one, half of each. So, so one full sandwich basically. <laughs> anyway, anyway, we'll get into all of it. There's your story number one. She trashed the place, is what ended up happening. By the way. So then we got story number two. Some guy got stopped for speeding and claimed, I just go in the flow of traffic.
0: Right? It was one thirty
1: in the morning. No one else was on the road, so it was just him.
0: The flow of traffic is infinite.
1: I, I guess so.
0: Every, he's got to catch up. He's way behind. Yeah. Going <laughs> with the flow of traffic. How, like, come on, man. There's nobody else around. You got to come up with something other than that. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So if no one's around, according to this dude, you can just go as fast as you want. There's no safety heads or whatever. doesn't matter. <laughs> The police report is so good. <laughs> Here's the real question. How much of a sandwich can you eat before you can finally be like, all right, this is a bad sandwich? Like, how much can you get how many bites can you get away with before you're before they're like, No, 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 you've consumed too much of that, now you're lying. Mm. AJ McCall at VFX. Because it's more than one. It has to be. You gotta be able to take not a confirmation half, bite. No, it's half, definitely not half. Half
1: is Half is way too many. For what it's
0: worth, I'm picturing like a Subway sub, right? right so you have, I have am a long right. sandwich. So
1: like probably, I don't know, first bite is usually bread. Sorry, <laughs> Subway, before you come for me. We don't do it like that. Yeah, you do. So second but, bite is like, okay, m- maybe third?
0: Three? Maybe by I the third thinking, bite? I was thinking two or three. You got to get at least two in because you got to get at least one confirmation bite in. Right. Be yeah, like, oh, this sandwich tastes terrible. Let me try this one more time.
1: Right. <laughs> <laughs> at first, at first bite, you're like, "Is it me? Did my taste buds change? You know, Do co- I have COVID? COVID What's yeah. going on? No, I don't know. Let's try this again. No, no, it's not. Hey, can I get a new sandwich?
0: That's how that goes. Uh, just I'm asking for clarification yeah. as we get into these stories. Which is, again, which story number one?
1: So story number one, yes, correct. The sandwich sandwich shop. Wouldn't give this lady a refund. She had two sandwiches, already half eaten, both of them, and the fries, already half of each were eaten on that as well. So basically one full sandwich, one full fry eaten. Our policy is if you have a complaint, if we make a mistake, we'll gladly replace it. But we need the sandwich back for us to replace the whole sandwich, which I think is a food handling issue i don't think that you're whatever okay my past years of of working in food has told me that you can't take back old food because you know poison and whatever right so anyway uh then after she was refused the refund the lady destroyed the dining area Flipping over tables, we also see knocking things off of the counter, throwing chairs.
0: Ridiculous. Can we talk about the fact that only a sociopath would eat half of one order of fries and then move on to another order I know. of fries? No,
1: you consume the entire order of fries. Right. So, anyway, during the argument, she threw the glass tip jar at the victim, struck him in. Oh, that's rude. Struck him one time with a wooden
0: broom. She's. She, who gave this lady access? To, I, I gotta be I honest. Don't know. At some point, like once she started throwing like physically I was like oh, that's it. I'm you're, picking up a chair and I'm done. swinging it. Yeah. You're done.
1: I'll see you later. There's story one. Then we got story number two. Some guy got stopped for speeding and claimed he was going the flow of traffic, quote unquote. <laughs> it was one thirty in the morning. There was no one else on the road. And a direct quote from the police report says, "I informed blank for the reason of the traffic stop. stop." He stated he was just going with the flow of traffic. I informed blank that the only vehicle on the roadway was me and I was not traveling 73 miles an hour.
0: <laughs> I can tell you, this, uh, this story upsets me because when I went home, I talked to a buddy. My, I have a buddy who is notorious. He works at McDonald's so uh-huh. he works crazy shifts and he gets on busy roads all the time when he's by, and he's by himself. Mm-hmm. And he gets pulled over semi-regularly for speeding on those roads. Right. And he has never gotten a ticket. Like he it's was impressive. telling me the other day, he, he got a warning because he was on a road that was, I think the speed limit was 45. And he was going like 70, but it was three in the morning and no one right. was on and The cop pulled him over. He was like, what are you doing? He's like, oh, I'm just trying to get to work. And the cop's like, whatever, slow down. And then let him go. Right. Every time.
1: Yeah. Every time. Yeah. I guess this guy, he passed the cop. So not helpful. Right. <laughs> anyway, he, uh, traffic call. he took a blood, his blood alcohol content was 0.15. Which is twice the legal limit. So,
0: uh, <laughs> oh, gosh. Anyway, there you go. Two crazy stories. Look, the one, the woman in number one is a sociopath for the fries thing, it's absolutely crazy. But I think the story number two is to me still the funnier one. So I'm gonna go with story number two.
1: It is story two. <laughs> Right. Well, way to go, AJ. Congratulations. Yay. You're on a new roll. What is this?
0: Two? Two in a row. Oh, impressive. More importantly, we decided that uh, she was allowed to take about three bites before she could complain about the sandwich. That's so
1: the most important part of this whole conversation. We established
0: food trial policy as well. Yeah. Florida Not AJ and McCall on VFX. I stumbled across a great meme which raises a really interesting question because I always claim that McCall is the most adult of the two of us and way older than I actually am despite physically the numbers might say otherwise. Mm-hmm. So the true test would be then to find out what adult information each of us actually has memorized because you know it's real great to read all the stuff and be weirded out by how, how accurate our horoscopes are right but are they really going to save you in a life or death situation uh, maybe you can't need blood and be like hey i need the, the, the um, type gemini that's give me right. the type gemini that's right <laughs> the question is what adult information do you actually know about yourself because as i revealed uh, yesterday and a couple times, actually, this week. I'm all about the zombie survival kits, preparedness and all that, potentially getting snowed in. I don't own a shovel. That would seem like a major shortcoming on my behalf. It's probably. AJ McCall on VFX. And then I stumbled across a meme that says, uh, look, everyone knows useless stuff like the zodiac sign, but who knows their blood type? You're going to be in the hospital bleeding out. Doctors ask what will save your life. And you're going to be like, I don't know. Just put some Capricorn blood in me. That'll be it. Do you know your blood type?
1: I want to say Yes. I want to say, I think I do,
0: but <laughs> I, like, I, I, I think I'm B positive. I have no idea. I think I'm a negative. I don't know. No idea. I uh, see.
1: I, and I don't know if that's even like, Shh! shh, shh don't tell this information. I'm I don't, being, well, the, I don't know what the
0: information is. You so. know what I mean?
1: I'm like, is this, is this like social security number I, status? Like is, that- <laughs> is this like, you don't tell that.
0: But uh, also, why? Well, it doesn't matter. I have to call my mom one way or the other. Oh, so yeah. I, yeah, I don't know. I'm sure I, I could ask know. my
1: mom. I'm sure she knows. I'm sure she does. I think, I think I'm think a- i A-negative, though. I know that I donated blood when I was in high school. They did this, this, you know, blood drive thing. And I was a senior, and so I was able to do it. And then I passed out on the crosswalk on my way over to seminary. <laughs> but I got a card out of it. And that was the most important thing that I got, was the card that identified my blood type. And I think I have it in my wallet, but I also think during one of my mass purges that I go through where I'm like, "I don't need any of this, I may have thrown it away.
0: I don't know, let well, me look for someone for someone who uh regularly gets uh, active in a sport that could end badly, would seem prudent for you to have that information on hand, yeah, because yeah, you regularly get in a sport where <laughs> is an option at it, all oh, times
1: is all, always an option. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that I have it somewhere. I don't know. Maybe I did throw it away. Let's see. That's the wrong stack of cards. Here's another stack of cards. Let's look through that. Thank goodness. This is
0: doubling down as cleaning out McCall's purse while we're at it.
1: Starbucks gift card. Oh, my
0: gosh. It's already been worth it. Who cares about the blood type anymore? I'm type coffee. (laughs) Dude, so much.
1: (laughs) Heavily caffeinated, highly anxious. McCall Taylor.
0: Uh, we need to fill you with blood. You're losing a lot of it. Just give me coffee. Just pump some coffee okay. straight in the vein. It'll be fine. It's the same thing. At
1: this point, okay, there's my roadside assistance card. That's always
0: good. Business
1: card. this
0: time of year. T-shirt card. Gas card. You really need to clean out your wallet, clearly. I did. There's These too many cards. These are good cards.
1: things. Why do I have two business cards? For a
0: guy named John. <laughs> Who's John? He might know your blood type. Give him a call. I don't. Oh, I don't want
1: to call John, him. What's Hi, my blood John. Type? Do you remember? Do you remember me? I drove a car there once. Um, I don't know.
0: The answer seems to be no. McCall. I
1: got more pouches.
0: This, this is why purses are an abomination. Uh
1: huh.
0: Ah. Got it. Found it. Found Thank it. goodness she didn't throw a it away. Negative. Hey. I was right. Well, see now you confirmed it. So if we weren't supposed to give out that information. <laughs> oh
1: crap! A positive. I don't know. I don't. No, <laughs> I think it's fine. I think it's okay. I think it's like in case somebody was like, "Hey, you know what? Maybe McCall needs a kidney." To be honest, she's A <laughs> negative. Cool. Yeah, great.
0: I, I actually I think you're in the clear <laughs> because I don't think that security question comes up all the time. Ah, crap! I forgot my I forgot my password. <laughs> What's your blood type? Yeah, that you. Yeah, miss. Okay. I'm Just, gonna go back to guessing the password. I'm gonna create
1: a whole new account. It's not no important idea.
0: anymore. No clue whatsoever. No, wow,
1: I can't believe I still have that. <laughs> I donated on four three twelve great because i'm sure it's all digital now it's
0: almost the 10-year anniversary of That's you donating dumb. don't ever so say that again i don't that.
1: i don't want to talk about that okay that makes me feel really old i all hate
0: right. that so we established by just going through blood type that is important but one of the least important now we're just gonna call mom and dad it's fine we'll Check just call out. mom and dad and it's fine
1: and my wallet's clean now it, well my it, wallet is spread all over my desk now
0: it's just everywhere
1: mostly clean
0: i have a new Look, I'm not going to give any extra leeway to Park Narks because the voters for Park Narks, Utah's VFX, pen at the top of our Facebook page, go out of their way to be extra lenient and try and understand why the terrible parkers park the way they do. Good luck explaining it this week. (laughs) Yeah. But there is another perpetrator who has not gotten blamed enough that I have now encountered three nights in a row that definitely needs to be shouted out for their role in terrible parking. That's a lot. In this particular season. AJ McCall odd VFX. Now, look, I've never owned a store. I've never been in charge of a parking lot as far as I know. If mm-hmm. so, then I've shirked it, and so now I'm one of these people as well. But I realize looking at parknarks, especially this past year, where the most popular miscorrect, incorrect parking was people parking in the stupid stripy rectangle. Yeah. And this time of year, there's another perpetrator in bad parking. We've talked about it a little bit because we talked about how parknarks got its start with us parking terribly out back. But, man, parking lots are awful. not completely managed super great this time of year. No.
1: But I don't know how you could really manage them super great this time of year. Because, like, what are you going to do? Put on the snowplow and be like, sorry, car. <laughs> you can't.
0: You can't do that. You're have to have somebody on standby for a stretch of time to, to do it while there's not cars there. Or maybe the sorry car one. You could potentially go that way. It's fair. I'm just saying that because, so, I had to... I'm not going to say where. I'm not going to say where because there's definitely, as McCall said, there's challenges. So I get that. But I had to go up to Hiram yesterday. And it was quite evident that they had just not done any plowing whatsoever. And then it rained all day. And then when I got up there, because I went up at night, then it snowed. What? Yeah. And then it was like, oh, my gosh. I'm so glad I entered this ice skating rink. (laughs) This is awesome.
1: Yeah. I'm, I'm just
0: saying, I think there was a little bit of effort that could be put on there because, like, my parking lot. Granted, much tinier for my house was was is plowed at least once a day when it snows. And it's tiny.
1: That's a good amount. Like
0: it doesn't deserve it, yeah, but it doesn't. It it's great.
1: Still pretty impressive.
0: Somebody has made an agreement to do that, and I'm super appreciative. So I'm just saying
1: Way to go, plowman.
0: Park- <laughs> that in parking lots. Come on. Have you voted for Parknurs? While we're on the subject, uh, there's no explanation for either nominee, especially nominee number one this week. It's a parkway. It's a VW car that is parked on a sidewalk.
1: On the sidewalk. On it's the not, sidewalk. It's and it's not like oh, it's over the sidewalk. No, it is like yeah. parallel on top of yes. the sidewalk.
0: Like it got at the it got into the section where the crosswalk is, and it was like oh, this is good. I'm gonna keep going. I'll just keep going. Yeah, it's fine. Why not? Yeah. And then nominee number two, it's a directional choice. Now, this isn't a parking lot, but I choose to think that there's no explanation for this one because it's parked completely sideways mm-hmm. while there's two cars parked correctly that frame this one beautifully so you can see it. And I refuse to believe that these two cars that are parked correctly parked second. I think they parked first. Yeah. Mm. But see, vote for yourself tomorrow. We figure out who is the worst parker in Cash Valley. And our first Narker of 2022 gets their reward. They win a prize. You could, of course, be part of Park Clean up parking the Valley. Submit your nominees to Utah's VFX, either on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram. Just got to take a picture and send it to us. Okay, so yesterday we got into this a little bit. Would you rather uh, stay in a submarine underwater for a night or in a treehouse at night in this weather? We decided it was this weather. Yeah. Well, the decision, not surprisingly, was pretty unanimous. But the biggest thing that came out of that was... A certain someone's certain fears of certain things. And I think you're going to hate the fact, though, I don't think it's really new information. No. But someone passed a ruling on octopi. No. That's a a good suggestion for how to overcome a fear. If you just pronounce the name incorrectly, you've got it conquered. Because I was trying to spell Megalodon. Which, when I say that out loud, <laughs> I figured it out, but I put Megalodon. <laughs> and <laughs> Rawr. it's just, you know, I don't think he'd take too kind to it if I came face to face with him. AJ McCloud at VFX, because I'm Megalodon. Rawr. <laughs> that's. A- that's a- <laughs> Rar. <laughs>
1: Anytime you say "rar" like that, obviously terrifying. Yeah, so Just much,
0: kidding. so much. AJ McCall on VFX. vfx so, so this all started yesterday because the poll of the day was: Would you rather stay in a submarine overnight underwater or mm-hmm. stay in a treehouse in the current weather underwater? And McCall and I both said, "Well, one hundred percent treehouse."
1: Yeah, because I don't want to go in a submarine. Yeah.
0: And because the, yeah well i mean it well, it, it, we'll, get, we'll call them are going to going to submarine for obvious issues and then apparently sharks have superpowers and just are royally upset with submarines so they're just going to attack them well, out of nowhere. Here,
1: here's the thing. AJ asked me yesterday. He's like, "What do you think a shark is going to do?" I said, "Well, what I don't know. Like, what if a shark rawr. Rawr, you know, What if a shark gets some like torpedo power on its of course, tail fin and of it course. just like you know, starts it up and then it just torpedoes through. Then there's a hole in the submarine, and I'm just sad because I'm like, dang it, I can't breathe this long underwater.
0: So, so people voted with 89% of people said treehouse, right? Yeah, so, overwhelming a, that's majority. That's the correct choice, right? So, uh, bad news for you. Somebody sent this to me, and it's on our Facebook page, Utah's VFX. Uh, the United Kingdom declared octopi, this says octopuses, which I don't think is correct, squids are sentient beings. So I'd Google, I wanted to make sure. Oh, no. So sentient means they're responsive to or conscious right. of sensitive impressions. They're finely sensitive in perception or feeling. So they can they can tell. They're aware of how you're feeling. I don't like it. Yeah, right? So uh, bad news. Octopi, if you meet one, can tell that you're afraid of them.
1: Which some would be like, no, no, let me help you. But I feel like there's others that would be yeah. like,
0: perfect. <laughs> but it would be, some would
1: be like, let Go me ahead. help you.
0: But it would be like, let me help you. <laughs> I don't as like they, it. They, don't touch me. Ew. get stuck Ew. on the ground as they walk towards you. Here's
1: the thing. I don't like octopus. Which, I don't the way, like them.
0: It's chap. I'm going to say this wrong. Chapodiphobia. Chapodiphobia? Chapodiphobia. Whatever. Which I sounds hate ridiculous, them. by the way.
1: Why, why do I hate the, I love stuffed animals of them. I'm like, oh, well, that's cute. But once upon a time when I was like five or eight or something, I had a dream when I was living in Brigham City, and I remember this so profoundly because I walked up the stairs, and when I walked upstairs, I realized that there was an octopus that was living in my kitchen nook. Of course. And I was like... How'd you get here? And then I realized it killed my family. <laughs> and so all of my, like. Oh
0: no, Liam Neeson.
1: <laughs> like, yeah. All of my, all of my family, like, skulls were around. I couldn't <laughs> identify them, but they were there. I just
0: knew, I sensed it. It's I knew family. it. I'm sentient. So I was like, that's my family. But
1: I couldn't go into the kitchen because for some reason, the black and white tiles that were within my kitchen floor realm were like, it's stomping grounds so instead it was like the floor is lava but the floor is octopus and they will murder you so i have not liked them ever since that dream and maybe, maybe just maybe, somebody's like, hey, I'm a dream interpreter. Let's get into this. We're going to figure it out. So why are you afraid of of doing this? And are you afraid of, like, losing your entire family? And that's obviously where it all stems from. Probably To, to an octopi. Probably. But at the end of the day, I don't like octopus. I just hate them.
0: So my, my question now, which is going to be the poll of the day, is how many other people fear octopi? Because I want to know how many other people are with McCall on this. I
1: also want to know, because it's not like... This overwhelming fear until I see them in an aquarium or something. And then I see them and I'm like, oh, ew. But it's also kind of like worms. I don't really like worms very much. It's Seems kind to of be the same. wiggly thing. Kind of the same like vibe. But
0: you also hate birds and that doesn't fit either. Yeah. I don't know. So that's going to go up on our Instagram story, Utah's VFX, but so the, the, the Sentient post is up on our Facebook page. We asked the question, what's the scary underwater creature? And double down on this, since you don't like octopi, Sarah said, uh, I believe there's a kraken or possibly hundreds in the ocean. Totally. Which is big octopi. That's right. Massive super octopi.
1: That's right. And they'd be like, hmm, you know what sounds good? A snack. Human. Like... It's, I've
0: seen them in movies they do that a lot they yeah. take you and they just go once you pop just can't stop and they throw you in your beaks yeah it's uh, just it's like over.
1: nom because all all I imagine is like it's chips right it's chips mm, but it's hum, like crumbs hum, in the hum, crumbs of chips hum. and so then they're like oh gotta get the last of them like <laughs> that's how that's what I imagine it they're doing when it. they tip
0: the boat yeah or they're just tipping the bag of the-
1: that's it that's what it is <laughs> <laughs>
0: For what it's worth, I 100% believe Megalodon, which is what started this whole thing, totally exists. But but the poll of the day going up on our Instagram story do you fear octopi? Are you with McCall and have dipophobia or whatever it was? Whatever
1: it is. I don't care. Suction phobia I hate it.
0: <laughs> Earlier, we had the question what is the drama in your community? And drama is probably a little bit too strong a word. But something was revealed to us yesterday, which definitely seems to be a little bit of an issue, especially, let's say, if there's limitations to what this person can eat, and then we're having a farewell party for them, they probably ought to be able to eat the food. Yeah. This is coming at great personal sacrifice, because who doesn't love a pizza party? But but hear me out, AJ McCloud at VFX. I want pizza right now. If we're having a farewell party... Look, I don't want to hear it. Someone put... Certain someone put Chick-fil-A trash in our trash cans, but it's the kitchen one, so now i got to look at it. How
1: dare they?
0: I agree. Those, those Scumbags. sons
1: of a guns.
0: Hear me out, though. If we're having a farewell party for someone, because they're moving on, taking different opportunity, but it's a party in their honor, right? That's the whole point. I think. Maybe it's a roast, and I don't know, and then it makes more <laughs> sense to do this. Fair. But if a farewell party is in their honor, shouldn't it be food that they also can eat? Probably. I mean, maybe I'm crazy. But for this was brought to our attention yesterday so we we're talking about like what's the drama in your community earlier. So co-workers, tomorrow's the last day. Right, which
1: is weird to me by the way that it's that Friday's tomorrow. I know, right? I can't believe it.
0: And he made a comment that in our other get-togethers we've had, he doesn't very often get to eat the food because he has a specific dietary requirement. Mm-hmm. So very so to this point because we had uh, we had a summer thing We had our Christmas party. We had a couple other get-togethers to make up for some of the ones we missed during COVID. Yeah. And he doesn't get to eat a ton of them because, again, dietary requirement. Right. Well, it's his farewell party, and he made a comment that he had heard maybe we're going to have a pizza party. He was like, well, I'm not sure I'm going to get to eat any of that tomorrow. And I'm like, that sucks. That doesn't totally track. That's really unfortunate. Like, don't me wrong.
1: I'll take it. I'm super pumped about a
0: pizza party.
1: Hey, I'm I mean, really sorry that you can't uh, can't eat any of this. I'm enjoying standing,
0: it, though. Standing next to a mouthful like, oh, this Gosh, is so good. What a shame. You're going to have some? How? How? What a shame for you, bud. That's about that's about how it comes across. <laughs> and then, in which case, again, if instead of a farewell, it's a roast, and on his way out, we're just going to be like, hey, so... Uh, well, we're going to be pretty good. I think we're better off, honestly. This is addition by subtraction. So, uh, you know, we just wanted to really seal that deal by eating food that you 100% could not have. I just, I just which brought up to our attention yesterday and I thought that I would raise the point that maybe just maybe, because I have no idea, it was just the email didn't say what kind of food we are having. Right. Maybe just maybe somebody ought to examine the dietary requirements of the, you know, person of honor. Right. Just a thought. Right. Because I don't know about you. I mean, I've never had one in my in my, for me, and I don't, I don't think you have, and I don't know if we ever will, but I have not heard them asking me like, oh, we're having a farewell party. Do you have any allergies? I don't feel like that question's really ever come up.
1: I was going to say something, but I feel <laughs> like, al- I'm, I'm doing it. Allergies for the week. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you'll figure it
0: out. You start feeling a little scratchy. And it'll be out. okay. Maybe stop for a minute. It'll be okay. That's kind of, that's
1: kind of how I feel like we take these things in, has been done in the past. I don't know for a fact. Bas- I'm not saying those, this, the, the views, the views that have been expressed here are not mine. Okay. Before so you, somebody's so like, you heard someone I heard McCall
0: say, say. You heard someone say allergies are for the week. No. no. Well, you said they're not <laughs> yours. So somebody else had to say it. I'm just
1: saying I think somebody has said that in oh, the past. Oh my gosh. It wasn't me.
0: Okay. Speaking of being for the week, I am legitimately concerned I, I didn't know that your hobbies were just a cover for your midlife crisis.
1: Ugh, gosh dang it.
0: I had no idea.
1: I but apparently,
0: McCall's going through a midlife crisis. No. To the national treasures, nah, I take that back. Tony Hawk is a national treasure. Sean White's all right. He's I like okay. Sean White. He's okay. How dare you? To the national treasures, I hope I don't offend you because I want to cross over your sports here for a second. <sighs> AJ McCall odd VFX, because to me, while not identical, can we at least, can I make the argument that skateboarding and snowboarding are very similar.
1: I mean, you have a board strapped
0: to your feet and you're moving on surface. All right. It has been ruled that that is acceptable. And based on that, I had no idea that McCall was going through a midlife mm-hmm. crisis. Oh, my gosh. Because if you, even if you listened to the A.J. McCall show, you've heard it too. What does McCall like to do, especially this time of year? Mm-hmm. Snowboarding. That's right. Snowboard. And apparently, according to a new study, if you're having a midlife crisis, you know what you're supposed to do? Skateboard. No, thanks. I- <laughs> It says specifically, new research (laughs) recommends skateboarding for Gen Xers in their 40s and 50s who are struggling with depression, substance abuse, or just want to boost their mood.
1: You know what? You know what? I guess the answer is yes, because you can't enjoy a midlife crisis if you're in the hospital. That's what happens (laughs) if you go skateboarding when you're having a crisis of sorts.
0: When I hear midlife crisis, go skateboarding, all I can think of is... Hi, babe. Yes, I am real man. You want to go skateboards? That's all I can hear. I know. all I can hear. I
1: I gotta be honest. I don't know what classifies a midlife crisis. Like, when, when... How do you determine midlife crisis, okay? I'm 27 years old. If I die at 60, technically... Me dyeing my hair pink and going snowboarding, I guess, could classify as midlife crisis. Yeah. So,
0: <laughs> two points on that. One, to answer your original question, I would think, generally, pretty positive I haven't totally gone through one, but I would think the common traits of a midlife crisis, and if you want to correct me, 68255 is the number to text, start your text with VFX, would be definitely there's an identity crisis. Sure. Definitely there's depression. And you just kind of wander around thinking, you kind of reflect and be like, okay, regret did i do these things right and so my second point on that to your point about dyeing your head dyeing your hair pink and and snowboarding is that i gotta be honest over the last five to ten years Uh, well, i wouldn't call it a midlife crisis i think millennials have kind of just been there man i
1: I gotta be honest the last like year of my life i guess i could classify as i've been there look okay i've been going to therapy and i've been going to my, my therapist the last six months and my therapist asked me in my last session, not the one yesterday, but the time before that, he said, McCall, have you ever had this like identity crisis? And I was like, I guess now this is where I am, I guess we're in the middle of, of identifying who I am and things. And he's like, I just want you to know your identity. I feel like is constantly changing as a human. And right. I'm like, great. Yeah, yeah. So then. So then
0: what? <laughs> I got two other points to make on this. So it says, so the, the combined point here. So it says one of the reasons that skateboarding is good for a midlife crisis is it celebrates failure, like falling. It's part right. of your growth. Cool. And that helps adults loosen up and enjoy the ride. But it is worth noting that there are 50,000 emergency room visits and 1,500 hospitalizations in the United States every year from skateboarding. And a third of those are first-time skaters. Now, here's the thing that throws me that makes me think that some skateboarder wrote this, and I'm not denying that's not the case. But they said one of the reasons this is a battle for midlife crisis is because, quote, skateboarding can bring on spiritual meaning by providing self-expression. Yeah. And I'm not denying that that's not true. But, like, skateboarders even would recognize, right, that there are other forms of self-expression. You could write, you could paint, you could yell. Yeah. There's plenty. You can snowboard. You can roll down a hill. You can, yeah. Good news, McCall, for your therapist who identified the problem. Midlife crisis. That's what the snowboarding is. Damn it. Hi, babe. Yes, I am real, man. You want to go skateboards? <laughs> I don't feel great about uh, that. I got to be
1: honest. Not not great.
0: Listen, listener message asking us if uh, if it's a red flag about having a sleepover broken up. Talk about a midlife crisis. But before we get there, did you know there was a real life home alone over the holidays this year? Of course, the kid, uh, it's a little bit different because the kid was actively chosen to let be left there. So that kind of defeats the whole idea of the movie, but it happened. Look, we can all joke and laugh sarcastically about the idea of that the best home defense kid is to leave a kid home and then he'll just take care of any burglars that wander through the neighborhood. But you're not actually supposed to do that. No. See, that's the difference in being a functioning adult and being an idiot. Correct. AJ and McCall for the Automators Group debated 8.VFX, but for two parents in Arizona, they just didn't get the memo. And here's what I want to ask about this, because what had happened is the mom left Right before Thanksgiving. The dad left right after Thanksgiving. And then cops finally did a wellness check December 12th. Oof. So the kid was by himself two weeks. By all reports, he's fine. He had plenty to eat. He's fine. He just didn't go to school. So... I mean, th- did he have to go to school during that period of time? I mean, I think most don't end until arguably the third yeah, week okay. of December. I mean, really, what's he missing, uh, you know, it, uh he was 11 so what's he really missing but that's not, that's another point that's point no. my question was they didn't get they got arrested when they got home the 29th of december where in the hell did they go for a month they were gone for an entire month a month Ugh. people who could just take
1: off a month y- yeah that's a that's a great question but like also why are you the way that you are why why were you like oh yeah this is fine i'll just have my kid protect like, the house what what the audacity? Okay, like I AJ and I have talked about this before. I was babysitting when I was like nine, ten, ish, right? And right. it would be like a couple of hours or something. The right. kids, the parents would go off for a date, and I'd be I'd be there for like two hours, and they'd pay me like you know here's ten bucks, kid. I'd be like, wow, thank you. <laughs> yes, I'm rich. And pizza? Are you kidding me right now? This is the best thing that's ever happened to me. <laughs> like, you know, that's okay. McCall can handle the handle the fort for. Two, three hours maybe. Two weeks? No. So two weeks I would be eating so much candy. I'm an adult and I eat so much candy. I definitely
0: want to get to that. Oh. But like (laughs) Wow. I was gonna say the old man in me wants to be like, well, my got left at home all the time as a kid and I was fine. But like, again, you're talking about like a day. Like, I was left home for the day, and I offended for myself, and it was fine. Yeah. But I'm 100% with you. Because honestly, like, for instance, if if you leave me at home for holiday break, I, I will eat well enough that if someone showed up, they'd be like, man, you've kind of flown off the deep end. But it's also still not great. Right. Even now at 32. So if I'm 11 and you've left me home alone, especially, let's not ignore the fact, my my goddaughter is supposed to be... Sp- Six. That's weird. Five. Five in. Also, still weird. Two weeks, right? But at two, she could handle like finding YouTube on a tablet and stuff. You're gonna leave an 11 year old at home with in the day and age of like Uber Eats and all that. I ain't ever eaten in the house.
1: Mm-mm. No, that's that's dangerous. See, again, growing up, if I had a sick day, I was sick for the day. My mom was like, "Okay, you can't go to school." You get to stay home, have some chicken noodle soup, which is why I hate Campbell's chicken noodle soup, by the way, I because it was like noodle just, noodle. just the association of it all because I was so sick. Um, but, you know, I was staying home, eating chicken noodle soup, watching all kinds of Judge Judy. Love, love her. Love her. And trash TV, of course. I
0: mean, that's all daytime TV is. My surprise is right. That's a National Treasure. Everything you? else is garbage. Right.
1: Right. 100%. Totally agree. But, like, the electricity bill would be through the roof. Oh, yeah. I would be I would up at all sleep. hours yeah, of the night. All night.
0: Soda. Have just, smartphones. Just cranking caffeine all the time. Just like
1: AJ said, I would be like grub-hubbing my life away. Constantly. Door-dashing my life away. Oh, my gosh. It would be amazing. I always get the two mixed up, and I shouldn't. I'm really, I'm really sorry about that. I'd be that, grub-dashing my life away. I would be grub-dashing my life away. Oh, uh, there'd be so much Chick-fil-A at my house.
0: <laughs> I would have so much food. Yeah, good news. The kid is fine. Parents are arrested. All of that just... Uh, that's that's the difference, like, that's the, one of the things where you shouldn't have to clarify that you're joking, but apparently you got to clarify that you were joking. Um, on the subject of, of kids being home alone, we got a message from someone. Apparently, over the holiday break, there was a sleepover, and a certain someone stormed down and kind of broke the whole thing up and made everybody feel bad. Is it a red flag for the adult relationship? Look, there's no denying, as a kid, your number one most embarrassed person is a, par- a parent. Oh, yeah. You're always embarrassed by him, right? Absolutely. So, of course, it could be a little bit, little bit uh, trepidous to invite people over to your home because then, you know, there's no getting around the fact that family, people, everybody's going to be there, right? For sure. AJ and McCall on VFX for the Automatrix Group debate today. So, here's the email we got. Okay. It says, AJ McCall, I'm wondering if this is a red flag or just something I should put up with. Either way, it's got me upset. Got a daughter who's 15. When I was with her father, she could never have friends over because her dad was a jerk and just not in the right state of mind all the time. Okay. So we broke up three years ago. Now I live with a new guy. Over Christmas break, she had two girls come over and spend the night in the basement. Everything was great, no big deal, but around 11 a.m. they were still sleeping, and that's when uh, my husband got impatient. He'd get in the basement storage room for something, and he didn't want to go walking down there with them sleeping. And I get that. Yeah. Well, finally, around noon, they're still sleeping. He's upset about it. So he goes downstairs without telling me, yells for everyone to wake up. It's noon and rise and shine. Mm. Now, he wasn't mean about it, but it definitely made the girls feel awful, and they all left without saying much. I was embarrassed, and so was my daughter. He knows how she never had friends over before, so this is why it's frustrating. He says it's no big deal, and I'm overreacting. What do you guys think? Mm. I can't help but worry that it's a red flag.
1: So I wouldn't necessarily say, I wouldn't necessarily say him going down there and waking them up like that is a red flag. I would say how he says that it is a, it is no big deal and you're worrying too much. That's a red flag because it's lacking communication and lacking to see where you have failed in this situation. That's what I would say. I wouldn't say that, that the, you know, going down there, but being like, oh, it's not a big deal don't worry about it. That kind of stuff makes me beyond angry because it's like you should be able to see where the frustration would lie, be empathetic to the situation, try and understand it from an emotional, emotionally intelligent spot and then try to move forward. Okay. How did I mess up? Okay. I understand that this was probably a mistake and I should have consulted with you or spoken with you first about it and then move forward.
0: Yeah, no, actually, I liked it a lot because my initial reaction reading it, I was like, ah, well, you know, noon is kind of late. And yeah. then I'm like, well, what did he really need down there that he couldn't he couldn't just wait for? But then, yeah, you're right because, like, there's one thing, you know, like, we're si- I'm, we're not parents, but no. we're both siblings. We're Correct. all the siblings. And, like, I get it. Like, I, I can't – I'm not going to say, like, I get the whole idea, like, you do anything for your child. Like, I'm not going to say that. Mm-hmm. That'd be dumb. But, like, I've been in situations where, like, something's come up with, like, my brother specifically. And I'm like, okay, that's it. I'm going to come in swinging. And it's just you just see red. So yeah, I think it's it's definitely a huge deal that you're like, okay, this bugs me, and here's legitimate reasons why. And do homeboy's like, no.
1: It's very, like, very gaslighty. It,
0: because the other thing is, too, like, we can all acknowledge, like, flat out, every teenager is awkward. They all are so, just so concerned about what people think about them. And yep. we're all thinking all at the same time, like, everybody's watching and freaking out about the stuff I'm doing. And so like it was a big deal to her mm-hmm. especially at that age and then you know whether it was right or wrong it's 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 a teenage thing yeah. like i used to get calls from my mom my sister is not a troublemaker whatsoever but my like, my sister would would sneak out of the house to go spend time with friends and boys and stuff. And my mom called me, I don't know what to do. And I, I got to be honest. My response was, you're right. No other teenagers ever done this before. How are you going to handle it? Right. And it's the same thing. Like whether you're like, okay, she's being ridiculous. Cause I didn't do anything to embarrass him right or wrong. That's just how teenagers think. You got to empathize a little bit and understand. Cause it's not new information. Right.
1: But the thing is also like, you can't say that you did or didn't embarrass them because you are not the one who's feeling those emotions. Like, the, the emotions are not yours to be had. You just see, okay, so you are feeling this way. Why is it that the reaction was there? There's a lot of steps that like, I've been going to therapy, right? There's a lot of steps that have been happening that, that you have to identify what triggered the embarrassment, where it came from and why that emotion was triggered, be able to step back from it and then relive the experience basically within your own head to reassess it And and move forward and validate your emotions, too. So there's lots of things in there that it's like, I see red flag, but I see red flag from lack of desire of growth.
0: No, I'm on board. Again, also, my, growing up, my house was the one that we always stayed the night at, and my parents preferred that. But to that be the case, my parents had to make it a welcoming place where my friends were like, yeah, it's cool. We'll stay at your right. house. Exactly. Right, Obviously. yeah. If you want them under your roof so you can keep an eye on them for whatever reason. I'm mm-hmm. saying right or wrong on that, but you got to make it a welcoming place. So the kids are like, yeah, it's cool. We can stay at your house. Look, I think most of us would agree the stock market is confusing and hard to understand. What? But what if you could invest in something you really enjoy, like things, paintings, video oh. games, dinosaur bones? <gasps> Nicolas Cage apparently it's a thing six minutes on BFX okay the stock market is difficult and there's definitely things in place that have made it much more easy for you to get invested but in terms of figuring out what to invest in I still feel like even as I am it's challenging and a little bit confusing For a lot of people, Mm -hmm. AJ McCall at VFX, because it's just one of those things, if you're not in the the know, then it's hard to say, all right, I'm just going to put my money on this and let's see what happens. Yeah, hope for the best. So what if you could invest in stuff you do know, like art or video games or shoes, whatever it is, whatever your interest is, you can invest in it. Okay. Apparently, that's the new thing for 2022. It's really started to catch on, especially at the end of last year. It's alternative investing. And you can invest in things like dinosaur bones, okay. pieces of art, okay, video games,
1: Fancy. anything.
0: And the way it seems to work kind of universally across the board from what I understand is basically like the art, there's a piece of art someone has, mm-hmm. you buy quote shares in it, And then when it sells, you get your cut of it.
1: Nice. Okay.
0: Same thing with video games, et cetera. There's uh, one specifically to buy wine bottles. Okay. Uh, There's ones for sneakers. There's ones for real estate. Like, you can invest in tons and tons of stuff. And I can tell you, I'm not going to say I hate it. Mm -hmm. But part of me, part of me feels like this is like... It's not dumbing it down, but someone like, "I want to invest, but I don't want to do the stock market cuz I don't get it. And that's so old or whatever." This was like, "What if you can invest in video?" And was like, "I'm sold. Let's do it."
1: I think a lot of people have like transitioned also because a lot of people are like ill <laughs> <laughs> more so with stock market. I think a lot of a lot of them have and it's it's good to have stuff in the stock market, but like diversify your portfolio or whatever.
0: See, so there's a website for rare wines. Nice. Uh there's one for Rare collectibles, and I've seen this one, so like cards, autograph things, comic books, uh, classic cars.
1: You know, I think that's part of it. I mean, with like Bitcoin and NFTs and all kinds of different, like, what do they call them? Not cash cash. What what
0: are they called? Cryptocurrency.
1: Crypto, thank you. I was like, why can't I think about it? I don't, but I think that's kind of, you know, the transition of it all. It's like, hey, why not? I don't know. I'm, it's fascinating to me. Records, I feel like, have been things that people have also been like collecting. Oh, I'm
0: sure you could do like it has everything. And like that's the thing, is I think there's definitely like it'd be more comfort, right? Dealing mm-hmm. in something you know. But the thing that gets me is like at the end of the day, it's still the same stuff. Yeah. Like you're still playing the same game. You right. you invest in stuff, you hope goes up, mm-hmm. and you hope works out. But like I don't. Part of me, I think it's because it's new. I'm a little bit trepid because it's new, right? Because right. we've seen the same thing with crypto. Even still, crypto, still people are like, Ugh. Right. And so I think that's what it is because you're like, how regulated is this? And and who's this? Mm, I, don't I don't know. I don't know. The, the old man in me is like, nah, I don't think I so. I can't do this. Nah, I don't think so. Ain't no way I can do this. Yeah. No.
1: I get it. I mean, yeah. Yeah. But people have been collecting stuff like this forever. It's true, you know, sculptures, paintings, wrong. Et cetera. But I like that it's now you know dumped down because sure, it's a fancy painting or it's a fancy handbag. Can I tell if it's real Gucci or fake Gucci? No. Am I going to look that closely? No.
0: I like it, but there are people who no, you're, who do. You're right. I mean, that's some of the some of the like like wine. Real estate art I would feel comfortable probably getting involved in because they're just, they're going to continue. Frankly, if I could have invested in real estate Mm -hmm. years ago, because maybe because I'm never going to buy a house because the market's stupid, stupid. That's why we're building. We're all living in tree houses. That's what we decided yesterday. (sighs) Hey, bad news, Utah. So octopi have been decided. They're sentient. We hate them. And now goldfish know how to drive. So like, Your ability to be on the road, like, I'm a human, I get to be on the road, kind of losing its argument here and there with the poor driving.
1: I don't like that. But
0: legitimately, someone taught a goldfish how to drive. Look, science, I hate to be back here again, but what are you guys doing? (laughs) Like, is it cool for your science fair project that you taught a goldfish how to drive? Yeah, it's cool, but I mean, for adult scientists in Israel, I probably a couple other things you guys might want to be working on. I mean, maybe. AJ McCall on VFX, but bad news, Utah. Again, octopi are sentient, means they can sense emotions. Yeah. So they can tell when people are angry at them when they're driving all over the road. That's terrible. And now a goldfish knows how to drive. Oh. So your excuses for being terrible at driving are quickly running out.
1: Why did they teach? Why did they teach a goldfish to drive?
0: I have no idea. But the way it worked is they strapped a the fish tank to a little car. Okay. And they had a special camera that tracked the fish. So the car would move the direction the fish would swim in. And after a few days, it was able to drive the car in a straight line across the room to a specific target where it could get food. So it figured out how to drive where to get food, which I got to be honest, I do that semi-regularly and no one claps for me. So I don't know why it's such a big deal. No, how dare you? So I just, I'm saying, I don't know. But again, <laughs> why scientists? Why? I don't understand. Says so they say the point of the study was to learn more about how brains navigate terrain we're not used to. They also wanted to see if fish were smart enough to learn complex tasks like that, and now it looks like, obviously, they are. Right. Because, uh, obviously, if a goldfish could do it, it would seem like a lot of others do, because they always say you have the attention span of a goldfish, which is not a good thing.
1: No. I feel like, in this realm situation, I feel like they were just trying to test the stupidity of humans. (laughs) Really? It's kind of what it seems like it's not so much like oh how smart is a goldfish it's like how stupid are humans that a goldfish could figure it out
0: uh yeah kind of seems like that was a ringing endorsement for that sentiment as well i'm yeah. with you i mean i'm making the same joke for utah driver so i'm 100 percent on board yeah oh
1: man i don't get it
0: i don't like i don't want goldfish on the road frank i don't want i want less things on the road i, I want, want gold- less people yeah. on the road along with less other things
1: i want goldfish inside of their tank
0: period <laughs> That's it. I'll give him a little jet ski and he can just around the tank all he wants. (sighs) VFX's Facebook roulette. AJ and I, McCall Taylor, you're friends with us, then we're going to steal your post and share it on the VFX Facebook page. We want funny, inspiring, (laughs) or just thought-provoking. McCall, what do you got?
1: Oh, man, I am, like, dying. I'm laughing so hard. I've been scrolling through these stupid memes. They're really not stupid memes. They're, like, screen caps from TikTok videos that people have been commenting on and (laughs) this one is so good (laughs) this one joshua joshua is who shared this post (coughs) oh my gosh excuse (laughs) me i'm sorry i'm literally dying so the post says stranger knocked on the bathroom stall i was in and i panicked because i forgot what to say and i just shouted back come back with a warrant (laughs)
0: I don't think I would use... The, if I was the person that had knocked on oh it, I don't think I would use the bathroom. No,
1: I wouldn't either. Anyway, that's what I landed on.
0: Okay, that beats my... I my friend Patrick. It's a uh, tweet. It says, Dudes who leave comments on pictures of hot women that are clearly fake profiles would, would 100% fall for Bugs Bunny and drag.
1: Oh my gosh, yeah, they would. Oh my gosh.
0: You can win, though. Help. And how Yay. about how about we get people to confess their brain farts Dude, out loud? Please,
1: because... I am this thread I'm dying over. There's all kinds of comments. Like I went into a shop and I left the, when I left, I said, they said, have a nice day. And I said, no, thank you. And I thought they were asking for a receipt.
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah. What yeah. well, are calm she's going to share that on Utah's VFX on Facebook. What is your brain fart moment? Cause tomorrow's cash Valley secrets. So we'll have fun with it since it's the, that's this type of year. Is the just blah part of the year where nobody's brain functions totally correct yet? It'll be fun. It'll be fun. Make sure you vote for Park Narks too, because Friday means that we'll find out who is the most annoying parker in Cache Valley this week. Be safe out there with more precipitation, sort of expected, this morning in the valley. Uh, please do not go sledding in your car. No. just don't, Not today. Just don't feel like it wouldn't, wouldn't go well.
1: No, it's too slick.
0: The AJ and I, the McCall Taylor across all social media. And until tomorrow for the AJ McCall show.
1: Don't do anything we wouldn't do.
0: And thanks for listening to VFX.